Hello, and welcome to this podcast about Syria, made by Zola, Maggie, Sarah, and Deva. Syria is one of the most ancient inhabited regions on the earth, and archaeologists have found skeletons and bones that have dated back to the time of Neanderthals. Now those ancient artifacts and pieces of our history have been replaced with mass destruction, fear, and paranoia. Syria has been in a long-running war, beginning in 2011, which has caused the country to fold into pieces, and now it's America's turn to fix it. Syria is located in Asia and is surrounded by Turkey and Iraq. It is comprised of many deserts, mountains, rivers, and islands along the Mediterranean Sea. In Syria, the language is mainly Arabic, and the dominant religion consists of both Arab and Sunni Muslim. After the civil war broke out in Syria, there's been a near collapse of economic output, and there is a struggle to maintain the fighting capacity in the military. It has imposed massive destruction of infrastructure, housing, and caused interruption of trade, transport, and production, and the economy economy has declined by more than 70% from 2010 to 2016. In the six Syrian cities, the cost of damage outlook is estimated to be around $67.3 billion, however others have predicted even more. Syria has clearly hit mass destruction and fallen their government. There are citizens being killed, kidnapped, tortured, and starved. However, Syria does not have their strengths. Does have their strengths. Syria is receiving support from Sunni states in the Middle East from places such as Turkey, Qatar, and Saudi Arabia. France, Britain, and the United States are also political, military, and logistics support. Syria also has a strong geographic and strategic advantage. Immigration began with the Syrian civil war starting in 2011. Since the beginning of the war, 5.1 million Syrians have fled the country as refugees, and about 6.3 million people have been displaced within Syria, about half of those being children. Syrian immigration is now being recognized internationally as the largest refugee and displacement crisis of our time. For about 70% of the remaining population is without access to adequate drinking water, about one in three people are unable to meet their basic food and nutritional needs. More than two million children are out of school and four out of five people live in poverty. Out of the millions of people that have fled since the Syrian civil war began, only about 2.6 thousand of them have taken to the United States. It is extremely difficult to get into America as a refugee. Most of the families that have fled from Syria took refugee elsewhere, mostly in Lebanon, Turkey, and Jordan, which are the main countries surrounding Syria. Many are heading to Europe for a better life, with Germany taking the most. Dennis McDonough, the White House Chief of Staff, recognized the issue of immigrants not being able to get into the U.S. and the issue of immigrants incentivized the State Department officials to lift bureaucratic hurdles and boundaries to help refugees to get into America. They have opened up refugee processing centers in locations that are actually reachable for the immigrants. However, last year, the Trump administration banned Syrian refugees, along with many others, from entering the United States on a travel ban, which has caused Syrians to stop immigrating here and what used to be in small numbers to dwindle down to zero, make it even harder to get into the United States than ever before. In the end, after learning much about Syrians' history and civil war that is now seven years in the running, I advise you to be aware. Be aware about what is going on in the world, what is going on around us, and who it might impact. 
You also should recognize the difficulty of coming to a new country and the mental and physical boundaries that have to be crossed and the challenges to be faced. Many people from war-torn Syria are actively trying to find a new way to provide a better life for themselves and their families. Before Syria broke out into a volatile war, the country was peaceful for 20 years. Recently, in early 2016, two brothers and their families were turned away when they arrived in America. Sermad and Sarah Asali brought and furnished a house for their arriving family to settle into for their new life in America. According to Sarah Asali, we're all feeling a lot of anger, a lot of disappointment in our government. It's against our ethics as Americans. This is happening because Trump signed an executive bill order denying entry to America from seven countries. This impacted the Asali family because they were given two options at the airport upon arriving in the United States. So they could either be detained and have their visas taken or catch the first available flight back to Dona, Syria. Another news outlet reports that Syrian refugees struggling to find work in America will take any job. According to HuffPost, Mohammed Alahami once owned an eponymous interior design business in Aleppo, Syria, until war broke out in 2011. He dreamed of becoming financially independent again after successfully making it through the 1824-month vetting process and arriving in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Muhammad is currently working on learning English, creating a portfolio, website, and business cards. Ultimately, one might conclude that life as an immigrant can be a struggle, and even if you work as hard as you possibly can, sometimes you won't make it or achieve a goal. One reason for this could be unfair misconceptions, but I believe that it's everyone's right to have the opportunity to make a better life for themselves. Imagine living in a world where you hear people screaming in innocence and gunshots ringing the air every second. A place where you feel lucky to have electricity and food. That is what it's like to live in the Syrian war. Laurel Hilbert is one of the 10,000 Syrians that escaped the war and was accepted to come to America. Hilbert fled Syria as soon as possible, for the war couldn't be tolerated anymore and he wanted to be at a safe and free place. His birthplace was being stampeded by war and he had to escape. Hilbert had no understanding of English and he was legally blind, but he had to go somewhere else to fulfill his dreams and start a new life. Without speaking any English, Hilbert started his journey by applying for a student visa to make his trip to the United States. On the third try, he finally succeeded. He flew to Los Angeles hoping to find one of the many good colleges he's heard about back home. After arriving in Los Angeles, Angeles Hilbert spent only a night in a, in a hotel. The next day, he decided to go exploring and he couldn't find his way back. So he left his luggage and his room in the to go live in the streets one day an arabic speaking woman named samar gahanam heard through volunteer work that there was a boy in the park who spoke no english ganem and her husband left immediately to find hilbert homeless and hungry she offered hilbert a place to stay and food to eat she eventually figured out that he was younger than the 17 years he said he was <clears throat> so she enrolled him in high school where he learned English. One day at school, Hilbert accidentally switched IDs with someone whose first name was Laurel. 
he decided to legally change his first name and take Hilbert as his last name after the famous German mathematician David Hilbert, and hoped to sharpen himself in math. Hilbert states that changing his name was a real staple piece in his life, showing that moving here to America had made him a new person. As time went by, Hilbert learned that even though he came to the U.S. with a legal student visa, he had to be reclassified in order to stay. To be reclassified, Hilbert had to go undergo a full background check and then multiple interviews about his claim to stay in America. In April of 2014, his application was finally granted. <clears throat> he was now still in high school in L.A. and living in a shelter for young people. In summer of 2015, he learned that in order to continue his education, he had to have a permanent address, and the shelter wouldn't let him stay any longer because they received the information that Hilbert had Social Security benefits because he was blind. So Hilbert decided to drop out of high school and move to New York City. After dropping the anchor safely in New York, Hilbert was walking around the city when a man named Stephen McLaurin found him and helped him get to the Department of Education. Hilbert then got back into high school and then switched to online school to be able to coincidentally work at the same time. In the end, Hilbert succeeded the move and made it to America safely and legally. He eventually became an activist for Jobs for the Blind. Hilbert's family applied for visas and were accepted into America at the same time as when Trump signed his executive order on immigration in January of 2018. Although Trump made it basically impossible for the family to come to America, a judge blocked the implementation of Trump's order. Preceding the block, Hilbert's family were accepted again and rushed into America. It did take Hilbert over a year to make it to a good place, but he made it alive. Based on Hilbert's story, you can see that moving to a new place can be challenging at first, but with hard work and persistence, you will complete the challenge and move on to the next one. On to Deva. Hi, my name is Deva, and I'm going to be talking about the three people that changed the world. The world is constantly evolving into a new and improved world. Things like people, systems, and ideas have shaped the world that we live in today. There are many people that have impacted America greatly, and not all of them were American. Immigrants from Syria have enriched the world by contributing to the entertainment of all citizens, providing positive role models, and enhancing and inventing new technology. One Syrian that greatly impacted the world was Jerry Seinfeld. He is, a, he is of Syrian Jewish descent on his mother's side. He is a very well-known comedian who is ranked 12 out of 100 of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. From the year 1993 to 2014, he gained six awards for his acting and writing talent. He was a very accomplished man who played a role in famous shows such as The Larry Sanders Show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Saturday Night Live. He was also the co-creator of the most successful sitcoms in history. Jerry Seinfeld created the show Seinfeld. And he co-produced the B-movie. He even wrote his own book called Sign Language. That became very, very well known and made the New York Times bestsellers list. Jerry Seinfeld greatly impacted the world by providing them with a very large amount of enter entertainment for all ages.
Because he was so original and successful, he basically shaped the face of comedy today. Without him, the world would consist of sad people that don't know how to tell a joke. Another Syrian who has greatly impacted the world is Paula Abdul. Her father, Harry, is a Syrian immigrant. Paula is a powerful woman with many accomplishments. She has given many young women throughout the world a positive role model to look up to. Paula is a famous singer, and she used to be a judge on American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance. From 1985 to 1993, she gained six awards for her singing, dancing, choreography, and video production skills. She was a choreographer for the Jacksons music video, and she also released her own workout dance CDs. Paula is a very strong and successful woman. She provides the perfect outlet for women to look up to. She makes them believe they can accomplish anything. Women all around the world might not be as confident in themselves if Paula Abdul chose to hide behind her race instead of embracing it and becoming one of the most talented women on earth. One more Syrian man who changed the world was Steve Jobs. You may know that he was the original creator of Apple, but what you do not know is that he is of Syrian blood. While his father was a Syrian immigrant, he grew up with a white family because he was adopted. From 1985 to 2011, he attained five awards for his brilliant inventions and discoveries. Steve Jobs sparked one of the largest technological advancements in history. Apple is like a virus that has spread throughout the world. It is used in every country. Without him, who knows where the world would be right now? He's carried the world to where they stand today. Many people have influenced our lives, and they will continue to influence our lives. All of the stories that I just told were of three different people with three different backgrounds. They have at least two things in common. One is that they were all extremely successful, and two, they were partially Syrian. None of them allowed their race to stand in their way. They persisted through the challenges to get where they are today. The world would be drastically different if they had given up and decided to go with a different career. Life would be like the olden days when people would use fire lamps instead of lights. Thank you for listening to our podcast.